I don't know if those cats are Abyssian or abysmal. I'm Sam. My third favorite Heinlein book is The Cat Who Sucked My Balls. I'm Justin. Is that a taxidermy cat flying a plane? I'm Jackie, and this is... The Cat from Outer Space on Stinker Madness. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more hangers! It stinks. Hangers! Get to the Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. This week on the podcast, we got a movie from Disney from 1978 called The Cat from Outer Space. I don't know why Jackie can't remember that. It's a pretty simple title. Uh, starring some television ringers and one James Hampton, who is uh, uh, really becoming kind of a stalwart of uh, the podcast, surprisingly. Ringers? Ringers? Yeah. Which is, this is like, this is my whole, because uh, there's not a lot on production that I can tell you for boring bullshit. So just the on-screen connections is sort of the most interesting thing that happens. None of these people were really ringers other than Harry Morgan. Okay, well, let me uh, let me finish out my intro here so everybody's uh, nipples can get uh, nice and hard while they're waiting in anticipation to hear your boring bullshit. Um, I don't think that's going to happen I don't think because this happen. is a cat movie. It's a cat movie. Uh, it's currently streaming on Disney+, Plus. so if you have access to that, you have access to this, plus a spew of... Uh, a spew of other uh, shitty films that we will probably get to at some point, including movies starring Kurt Russell. Uh, Jackie, this is your pick. Why don't you tell us why The Cat from Outer Space? Our neighbor watched it, mm -hmm. and they said it was so bad that they turned it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> the abort, huh? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, anybody So who's... you were like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a cat movie that somebody wanted to abort, so I'm like, it can't be that bad. And I'm not going to lie, I fell asleep. Oh, great. So For it, like two minutes. There's going to be a, a two-minute segment while I'm giving my synopsis where the listener is going to get very bored because I'm not going to have any joking feedback from a third of my partners or half of my partners. Um, Jackie, had you seen this before? No, I'd never even heard of this before. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, when I, I'd never even seen a picture for it, nothing. But when we turned it on, I was like, that cat's got quite a fancy collar. I thought it was made out of diamonds, mm -hmm. and I was very excited. Okay. And then you were very disappointed. Yeah. And then it starts, and I'm like, why do they always land in the middle of a farm? Right. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, you're just like, no, let's get this. Let's get past Sam's thing and get to the synopsis. I don't want to talk about this movie. I'll just nice try to push us into the main part of the podcast. So I, I, you know, what I'm thinking is, is if we hurry this up, when we can just have another three of us having a, I could go upstairs and get some alcohol. Oh, and we and uh, we could just do another, you know. Wednesday segment. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, we'll just <laughs> double up. Uh, let's not do that. Sam, um, you had seen this before, is that correct? 
I actually liked this movie a lot when I was a kid. I okay. used to double feature this and that darn cat a lot. Mm. All right. All I right. actually almost peed my pants laughing at this the first time I saw it. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with this movie right now is I think that as long as you're eight, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. <laughs> if you're not eight, it's not. <laughs> uh, and my daughter's about to be eight, so I have to watch this movie again because this is what I, I've been posed with this movie: know. is that like I have to put it in front of an eight-year-old to find out. You gotta know. And I'm using my own child for science. Are you an idiot? I mean, you're still tainting your scientific results a little bit. You know, you've got you've got a you don't quite have a placebo, and you know your your sample pool is pretty small, and she's tainted with your own genes. But hey, she is eight. And if she doesn't like it, then it's a clear sign that you were an idiot when you were an eight-year-old. Yeah, or there's a real good chance that this one is one of those where if you're on the cat side of the fence already, then you won't hate it. And if you don't like cats, it's probably like fucking torture. I don't know. I've got some thoughts about that later that I'm gonna that we're gonna okay. address. We're uh, gonna, yeah, we'll get there. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us what you got on this thing? Do you want me to do the mash theme song? That's okay. Well, we'll why not? Why not start there? Harry Morgan originally was the general in Mash, right? And then uh, he was also on Dragnet. Everybody forgets that he was on Dragnet for the entire oh, fucking run. Yeah, that's he's the ringer here. Like Harry Morgan's been in everything. He was. He's just like, we need somebody to do this. Bring in, roll out the big gun. Bring in Henry Morgan. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's got a great face. Uh, he's a great cantankerous old man, and he's just a, a silly person in general. So, yeah, he's great. Was he in Planet of the Apes? I don't think so. I don't think so, but Roddy McDowell was. Yeah, right. Uh, McLean Stevenson is the general that takes over when Henry Morgan leaves the show. Mm-hmm. So this is the only other time they're ever on screen together, oh, oddly okay. enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. interesting. Beyond the MASH connections, one, James Hampton, who's becoming a repeat offender on Stinker Stinker Madness. Yeah, uh, we got him on Condor Man. We got him on Teen Wolf 2. We just had him not very long ago on something else, too, I can't think of. Yeah, and uh, him and Ken Berry were on F Troop together. What's F Troop? It was a comedy. Okay. I have never really seen F Troop, but it was good enough that people got out of it and had careers. Oh, and then it must have been funny. Funny Troop. It was funny, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ken Berry, however, is a bit of a Vegas rounder. He's been in a lot of stuff. He did Andy Griffith stuff. He did did sitcoms all the way through, but didn't have a lot of leads. This is really one of his only leads. And then Sandy Duncan had her own show, same way. In fact... I'm going to accuse both Sandy Duncan and Ken Berry of probably getting drunk at one of Duke Mitchell's Sunday brunches. (laughs) Mm. I can see it. Is that Amy Adams' mom? No. (laughs) No. Here's, uh, so also eight-year-old me thought that Sandy Duncan was an angel from heaven. I think she was one of the first women to make it move. (laughs) What? Spit take. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, my God. I was drinking and... It made me choke. What is wrong no. with you? So there's a shot where like her boob almost comes out. <laughs> and like, you know how you like have olfactory senses and you smell something from your childhood and the hair stands up <laughs> on the back of your neck and you're like, I'm in a different place now. When her boob almost popped out, I was like, 
Oh my God, I remember everything. I smell peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like, oh my God, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get my first boner again. <laughs> oh, she's terrible, Sam. She is the I think she's worst. Funny. Oh, she was so awful in this movie. I could not stand her at all. I think she was also one of the uh, side characters in the Hogan family. Which I always accused Jason Bateman of being in Family Ties. He wasn't. Justine Bateman was in Family Ties. Jason Bateman was in the Hogan family, which I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know anything about the Hogan family. so It was on for a while. Like Every time I'm like, I guess I just missed this, huh? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have Alex P. Keaton in it or Kirk Cameron, so I was out. Yeah, and then uh, Roddy McDowell, of course, shows up to do whatever yeah like, he's his character sort of becomes something by the end of it but for most of the movie you're like this is just roddy mcdowell doing roddy mcdowell business in a disney movie again mm-hmm. just because like i ah, just get him to do it we'll do something it's terrible he just hangs around on the lot and he's like hey you guys shooting a movie today need a need a weird guy to need, need a roddy around? mcdowell need a roddy mcdowell because there's only one of me yeah. All right. Get in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Either that or he's just hanging out by all the craft service tables and he just slides his way into the movie and then just shows up on camera and they're like, oh, son of a bitch. He's, he was in the background the entire time. Now we're going to have to write him apart. Still holding a sandwich. Maybe that's why coroners are always eating sandwiches. It's because they, like, they're just, they usually don't have big roles. They're not by big uh, actors. So they're hanging out over by craft services, getting all the food. And then... The director yells, action, and they, oh, shit, I'm still over my craft services. So they don't even have time to put the sandwich down, so they're on screen eating. Yeah, no, they just kind of sprint into the shot holding a sandwich (laughs) and go, that man died of dysentery. I can tell from here. Hold on, I'm finishing this sandwich. This is a really good sandwich. (laughs) And it was free. Uh, Norman Tokar is the last person of note to mention the director. He did where the red fern grows. Uh... He was one of the principal directors on Leave it to Beaver, and then Disney hired him. And that's kind of what this movie is. If you recall, like after the black and white Disney uh, live action pictures, which were really quite popular and very Mm -hmm. uh, well received for their even their budgetary constraints. They were always set up as such an amazing animation studio that you couldn't compete with them like to make animations as good as Disney was doing it as a factory would cost three times as much as Disney was going to have to spend. Mm -hmm. But then when Disney wants to do these live action movies, especially in the seventies, they're basically just making television and then they've got good animators that can do passable animated special effects. The rest of the effects though, I, there were a lot of strings and some shots in oh, this movie. Oh, <laughs> like, man. anytime anybody's flying. It's, it's not quite Puma Man bad, but it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But you can tell that they're using television film stock and not yeah. film film stock. Like yeah, they, there's, there's a they're using an air, look. They're using an Aeroflex camera, and they've got an anamorphic lens for it, so they can shoot it in 16 by 9 and it's technically a movie. But this is a TV setup used to make film. Yeah. Yeah, I that that seems very right. All of these movies look that way. It just it's lit like TV. The sets are all really small TV sets. Did you notice the sound 
where they're having to actually cut sound because it's so noisy. Right, right. In, yeah. in the TV set, like it is just a TV show or made it as a TV show, just 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably why they bring in a bunch of TV people, because they're like, these guys can do it in four tries. Uh, what do you got on numbers? It costs maybe four million. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. And that's, then yeah, that's a no chunk one, of change in seventy eight. It is a chunk of change, and I bet a million of it was the plane sequence. Yeah, it could be. That stunt sequence was expensive, and it, it didn't probably really... wasn't real cheap to get a cat from outer space either, though. You know, you know, a talking cat that was probably pretty. You know, he, he, SETI hasn't even done that. So, and they gave him a diamond collar. Yeah, diamond collar, talking cat. That shit adds up. <laughs> How much did it make? No one has any fucking idea, apparently. What? I couldn't find any fucking returns on this thing. That's weird. I bet it did okay, though. Right, but why wouldn't that be out there? I mean, like... Huh. I don't know. I've, there's been a couple of Disney movies that I've looked up, and there's no returns, and they might have been cooking the books hard in the 70s. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that's the case. If if they were doing some of that uh, uh, freaking uh, Marty Bird shit. Uh, that we were talking about. Um, yeah, that's just strange because, you know, this is a fairly large production that, you know, some people were obviously very familiar with. It wasn't, like, found on a shelf someplace, you know? Like, so, huh, weird. And we also have to think in 1978, it still uh, hasn't taken on full effect. It's been done. And because, of course, we've spoken of this before, Billy Jack being released everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. This isn't that long after that. And so this thing might have actually only had so many reels and then went from the West Coast to the East Coast. And so different people saw it at different times. You may have not seen it until 1980 if you were in a certain area. You may have seen it when it came out in 78 in another area. So maybe at that point it's difficult to track because it it had such a long tour run. Mm -hmm. I know that the reason that I saw it when I saw it, which was many years after it came out, uh, probably about 10. And it was because my grandparents would, were descrambling HBO illegally and right. the FBI can't get them because they're both dead now. They're going to swarm your, they're going to swat into your house right now, Sam with, uh, and, and like pull a whole fucking Ruby Ridge shit on you. <laughs> you got to pay for your grandparents mistakes. Sins of the father, son of a bitch. We know we can't get you for that, but we we know you stole Condor Man off of the (laughs) off the Internet. We're going to nail you for 17 bucks if you don't come out with your hands up. Shoot him. (laughs) All right. All right. Are we ready to get into this thing? Sure. Now that we can we can let Jackie uh, roll roll forward. Uh, Yeah, sure enough. Uh, it starts out with a small farm because that's where aliens always go first. I don't know why they never land in, in the middle of a town and be like, Hey, it's me. It's always a small goddamn farm. And the only time they do land in a small or big city, they blow the whole fucking thing up and fucking Bill Pullman has to save all our asses. God damn also, it. Did you notice the yellow lab that was probably one of the Disneyland, uh, old yellers yeah 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 yep they just like when that happens i'm like oh get off of it already (laughs) just get off of it already hey that dog was sassy he would not go near that cat spaceship old dutch 
Yeah, Ma and Pa come out, and they're like, oh, shit, it's the goddamn FBI! And then Ma's like, no, I think it's space aliens this time. And he's like, oh, shit, I gotta get my shotgun either way! So he grabs the shotgun, goes out there. Old Dutch is like, fuck you, I'm not going anywhere with spacecraft. And sure enough, it is a, a spacecraft. It's a little guy. Uh, not very cool looking it's like a like a like they just chopped off the head of a of a wasp and that's that's your spaceship yeah cat. i haven't seen witch mountain in forever mm-hmm. and i wonder how much of this is recycled parts from yeah. that yeah that's also on uh, disney plus too and it's been on the rewatch list for a while now but i remember that one being pretty that those two there's two of them right yeah mm. I th- I remember liking those a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, especially the one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. I know. You I know, didn't even know it was the thing until like five years after it was over. I think my favorite um, Disney movie that they did with live action was Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, pretty popular one. Mine was definitely Condor Man, and I stand by it. Um, so the cat from outer space is landed on Earth. I guess he's like a recon cat. What's his job? That's my main question for the end of the program. <laughs> what are you doing here? What right. is your mission? Let's see if we can Cat. circle back to it. But he's okay. landed on Earth, and he's uh, his spaceship is busted somehow, even though it seems like he lands fairly well, like it's supposed to. And he radios back to the mothership, and the mothership is like, uh well we're uh we're fucking out of here in like uh two days, dude. So you got you got to get that thing fixed and get on back up here. Otherwise, we're not going to be back for a year and a half. Oh crap. no! They said 115 years. Oh, I thought it was 1.5 years. No, no, one, it was a long time. Five okay. Years. Yeah, but they were talking all computery, so I thought whatever. Uh, <laughs> dude, they were gonna come back in a year and a half. Why was he trying to hurry so bad? Well, because it's fucking Earth and it sucks, man. He's got cat shit to do, <laughs> you know, like space catting. Like if I had the opportunity to be on the Starship Enterprise for a year and a half, if I had to lose a year and a half of being on the Enterprise, I'd be like, give me the fuck off this thing. You know, they got ladies with short skirts up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those green chicks. The cats love them. Um. Apparently, Ma and Pa have called in the army. Uh, they show up, and they're like, uh, we got to take that ship away from you. They they think it's fucking commies, of course. Uh, you know, the Russians have sent in some secret aircraft, and we got to fucking disassemble it to see what they're cooking up with. So they chopper it away, and uh, our, our little cat friend uh, uses his collar to jump in the back of a Jeep and hitch a ride on the, to where they're going. Yeah. Now, if they had these collars in mass distribution, every one of my dogs would have one. Oh, that would be a shit show. Let's save that to the, the end of the episode, Jackie. I want you to ask, what would happen if dogs had these fucking collars? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the general calls in all the brains, all the scientists, everybody he can get his hands on to try to figure out what the ship is and how it works and... Who's piloting it, uh, and and so they can, you know, fucking get a leg up on the commies. And there's a conference room. Cat sneaks into it. He hears all this shit, and we get introduced to Sam's girlfriend. Sam's girlfriend. Who? God, see, you can't even get through Sam's, it. Uh, 
Oh, God, she makes me want to throw up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and she wants to bring in her carpool buddy, who is a physicist that's a bit of a kook. And we know this because later we find out that he's been uh, banished to the basement, which is where all the brilliant people in every movie I've ever watched get yeah. banished to. Yeah, no shit, huh? The basement. Fucking Fox Mulder. Yeah. The basement. The basement. And when you get into his basement office, you're like, this is a set that used to be a garage from a sitcom. Did it not feel like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now that you say that. Yeah. I actually think it was the set for the shaggy dog. I think that's where the shaggy dog, or maybe it was flubber. I can't remember, but one of those. Yeah. There's also a, like a little bit of a toss back to those flubber movies and any of the science Disney's because his coffee machine is a Rube Goldberg machine. Right. It's a torture. That's a fucking slave labor device for mice. Exactly. And that this running thing with this Rube Goldberg Disney business where they're like, oh, he's brilliant. He makes the stupidest shit ever. Because the whole idea of the Rube Goldberg machine and when he would do these, they're jokes basically to be like, yes, look how inefficient. I can make a process. That's the whole joke behind a Rube Goldberg machine is that it's not actually a very good design. Right. <laughs> so you're like, oh, our our most brilliant scientist has made the coffee machine, which in 1978 already exists, very inefficient and uh, a lot crappier than the current coffee machines. Right. <laughs> Build a bigger mousetrap. In fact, the game Mousetrap was a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. That sucked at catching mice. That's why it was so hard to win. Um, it sucked at playing because it didn't even work very good. Right. Be like half the time the ball would you do like, okay, push it again. Okay, push it again. You know what? This game sucks. <laughs> mousetrap sucks. Um, the military at their conference room has found the propulsion engine from the spaceship and they want to know how it works. And so that's why they got to call in this guy. Um, but, uh, uh, there's a mole, uh, Roddy McDowell is a mole who's working for Mr. Olympus, who we don't meet till much, much later. Um, but he's going to try to figure out what's going on here too. So just, you know, there's a mole in the, in the plan. I do really like his um, cigarette lighter and and cigarettes that turn into a, a radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was pretty clever. And, you know, it's the 70s, so everybody's still smoking. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a little get smart action. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not quite a shoe, but it'll work. Um, our man Wilson thinks that this thing uh, is tapping into the force, essentially. That's how it powers oh. everything. I wrote down what it's the... Primeval mainstream, right? Yeah, uh, there, that the rocks, the trees, you. There's a, there's a, something that ties us, binds us together, and that's how this thing gets powered. Later on, they touch upon magnetism for a second, but then they run away from the actual science as hard as and fast as they can. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the cat overhears all this, and he's like, "Huh." This guy seems to be on to something that I'm, uh, yeah, okay, maybe this guy can help me out. So he follows him back to his uh, his mouse slave labor lab. Also, nobody has noticed that a cat just walked into hey. the most important meeting on Earth. <laughs> They're too busy focusing on the task, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I guess. The cat snuck in from the bathroom. Nobody thought, thought that was weird, but me. No, we all thought it was weird. Nobody there thought it was weird. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so they get a lot. They're, you know, bonding cat, cat owner style. Like, oh, God, I swear. It's like you are listening to me, Mr. Kitty. And he names him Jake. And it doesn't take long before the cat starts talking to him. Talking animals. Yeah. Well, at least the cat's mouth isn't moving. It's got telepathy. It helps. I'm going to give them, even though, like, there's really not a lot of impressive things that they get the cats to do. The fact that they got them to hold still long enough to take pictures of them is fucking hard enough. The cat was a pretty good actor. I'm not going to lie. There's two of them. Yeah, okay. Brother and sister. Yeah. Abyssian cats. Mm. Uh, My favorite was when, obviously, one of them was an asshole. And it looks like it's going to scratch anybody who's trying to hold it. Mm Mm-hmm. That was those were some of my favorite parts. Yeah, uh, they also put this cat through fucking torture. Unfortunately, I think Disney movie. was one of the main offenders on the union laws changing, where you can't kill animals anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, they definitely. I don't think they were gonna kill this cat, but they drugged the shit out of it in one scene, and then through many other scenes where they had to have it do shit that was like being drugged. They put pepper up its fucking nose at one point, so it would sneeze a bunch. Like. Dude, stop, yeah. stop being mean to the cat. It, fuckers, we don't stop it. Um. Anyways, so Jake the cat makes Wilson a deal. Hey, buddy, you, you're you're on the right track to science, but you're not quite on the science yet. So I'm gonna you help me out. I'll help you out. Get me the fuck off this planet. I got green I, ladies to get to. I I got a I got a thing at three and I'm totally going to break the prime directive for it. <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Data would be pissed. Uh, we get introduced to his neighbor who is also one of the scientists in the big conference room, except for his job is he's like the chief of trash. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing at a secret meeting, but he's there. They call him the garbage guy. Right. I don't know what kind of science office this is (laughs) and why the military showed up here. They don't answer any of those questions. It's like, what do they do here normally? Right. Exactly. And why is this guy here now? The trash guy. Okay. Uh, His name is Link. He comes over and he's like, oh, dude, I want to watch the last minute, few minutes of the Lakers game. My wife kicked me out and I got to do it here. And they're like, but we got cat business to take care of. Get out of here. And he's like, nope, watching the Laker game. So the cat is uh, uh, makes the last shot bounce into the hoop uh, unnaturally with his uh, cat collar powers uh, so that the neighbor will go home. And also just because he's a friendly cat. So he screws over an entire city and cheats it sporting events <laughs> yeah he's a nice kitty oh dude that's not how sports work hopefully it, it wasn't the playoffs yeah shit <laughs> lakers just lost a draft pick because of you cat uh so that gets rid of the neighbor but then <laughs> sam's girlfriend comes in so she comes by with her cat and uh jake has to fake being sick and that's where they stuff pepper up his nose and it's not cool the first time. Right. Yeah. They break into the facility at night. So they okay. go to the facility. Right. And this is the most heavily guarded military facility ever where you would keep a UFO. Mm-hmm. And the way that Area you 51. keep people out is with a master lock padlock. Right. 
Makes sense. That's the security on this base is a padlock on a gate. Maybe it's uh, hiding in plain sight, Sam. You know, low security so that the the weirdos that storm Area 51 don't think anything of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or very early on, the government was able to determine that this UFO is kind of a piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, let him have it. Uh, But the mole spots him immediately. So does some guard. And so Jake freezes them. Jake has the freeze people power. Last 20 minutes and they freeze in place. And then he um, does sexual assault to him, which is not appropriate, Jake. Not cool, dude. Putting things in people's butts. Because they're mm-hmm. caused evil. Um, they get to the ship, and Jake gives uh, Jake gives uh, uh, Wilson a collar. He's got two collars so that Wilson can fly up on top of the ship, and it looks fucking terrible. <laughs> it's the wires show. Oh, the <laughs> rear projection is very Megaforce esque. Uh huh. And he's not even like the wires showing. Fine, that happens in all the movies from this era. Maybe not this bad, but it's not even that he's flying around, that he's on like a track. He's literally swinging back and forth. His his trajectory of flying is just a, a fucking curve. Yeah, he's Peter Pan on Broadway. Right. Spider-Man the musical. Yep. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Wait, wait till he swings back to deliver my line. I don't think he's coming back over here. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. So the mole has gotten on a roof and he sees all this shit. He's like, oh man, there's some, this is pretty weird shit. Uh, but turns out that in order to fix the ship, it's diagnosed that it needs this, uh, this element called Borg 12 or whatever. And it's, it's gold. So we'll just skip all that nonsense. So they got to find some gold. Uh, the guards have sounded the alarm. So they bail out. And that's my first time I reference hijinks ensue. Ah, uh, yes. Also, when this scene starts, you're like, why is there a garbage truck as part of the military military convoy? Right. And it's just this sore thumb that sticks out that later pays itself off. And then that happens periodically throughout this film where you realize, man, this is so textbook and so bad. Does anybody want to break this down? There's so many hijinks that happen in so short a time that I didn't really write it all down. I All I wrote down is that Harry Morgan's unit is garbage. Yeah, right. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they have a garbage truck. They seem and then to the be... garbage, yeah, all of a sudden Roddy McDowell towards the end of the hijinks just falls into the dar- garbage truck, which is... Where it shouldn't be. I guess there's a dumpster there. I guess. Why? I don't know. It just seemed like everybody jumped into a vehicle and just started going around in a circle around the one building in the shot. Right. And then he ends up in a garbage can and Jake almost loses his collar, but he gets it back and they end up on a motorcycle. There's they crash through some tents. Right. And then they decided in post to do some voiceover covers that made sure that the audience knew that nobody got hurt in that one because they just <laughs> drove over a bivouac and you're like i hope there was nobody in there and then there's a voice was like oh good there's nobody in there <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually they drive away on this motorcycle and jake has to use his powers 
to launch the motorcycle in air over a fence. And later on in the world, uh, Steven Spielberg will do the exact same thing with the small boy, a bicycle and an outer space turd. And it's <laughs> apparently on screen magic. Yep. That's that's the first thing that I thought, too. I was like, isn't this like E.T.? Like it is E.T. It's E.T., but boy, did Spielberg do a better job with yeah, it. I, oh, yeah. The only difference is the ca- the angle of the camera, because it's at night. Uh, Elliot is running away from the federal people who want to capture an alien. I mean, it's not any different. It's just a turd and a cat. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, there's not a lot of changeover. And then it was... Again, done possibly even better by Chris Elliott if, to be a very obscure reference from the show Get a Life uh, in the Spewy episode where the space alien and Chris Elliott ride their bike. But when they hit the moon, they just go off a cliff and it's hilarious. OK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good info. Uh, so they get back to their place. Uh, to Wilson's place. They do the math. He needs $120,000 worth of gold to power up the ship. And of course he doesn't have that. Uh, but the neighbor comes in, Link comes in again, cause his wife's kicked him out. He's got, he needs to watch the ponies race. Cause he's bet some money on it. So they're like, God, we got to get this guy out of here. He just keeps coming in. We got to figure out what to do about this. But then Jake's like, wait a minute. Gambling. <laughs> And then the audience is like, wait a minute. Do they all live in the same apartment complex, too? They do. They do. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. It's like the Jeffersons of science. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all she has. Yep. <laughs> so the guy's got a money on a pony named sweet Jake. You know, he was like, Oh, it's a coincidence. Your cat's named Jake, the sweet Jake. I'm taking sweet Jake and sweet Jake sucks at horse racing. He shouldn't even be out there. Uh, but Jake, the cat makes him win via speeding up the film. It's really bad. It's terrible. It's really bad. Uh, it's as bad as I've seen. (laughs) Also at this point, you're like one, why does Jake even need any of these people to begin with? Right. And two, this would be a lot easier and faster if you just pulled a heist on some gold. Mm-hmm. But then we wouldn't get people flying with strings. Actually, I don't know. If I had, a, like, I need to pull a heist on some gold, where would I go? I don't know where gold is. I mean, at least you could... Start small, pawn shops, jewelry store. Yeah. Get enough of it, yeah. you know? Uh, there. But this is like, oh, we just need to make enough money to buy a gold bar. I don't know if you can buy a gold bar. I'm sure you can. Can you do that? Yeah, Where would not? you do that? I think that, that would be harder than find that than just, yeah, it's just, huh. I'd like to have a gold bar. It'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, duh. Obviously, I'd like to have a gold bar. I wouldn't have it for very long. <laughs> but I'd take a picture of it. Okay. And then I'd take it to the bank, I guess. <laughs> you just you, you take a bath with it, and you'd be like, rub-dub-dub with the gold bar. Right. Yeah, you'd be like tweeting every rapper ever that had made it rain hundos. Like, uh-huh. he, your Benjamins are eating shit, motherfuckers. Here's a gold <laughs> bar. 
and I'd make it rain, and it would land on somebody and break their foot. <laughs> Ooh. No, you'd be in like the bathtub with it, like in a bubble bath, holding uh-huh. the gold bar, and you just toss it up, and it land on your on your junk. And oh, <laughs> oh, that's the sound yeah. you'd make. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I smashed my own balls with my riches. Take that, Tupac. Yeah. Wait, you oh. take anything. I guess it does. Money does rain better than gold bars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so they bring in Link uh, into the plan. Tell him he's a cat from space, and Link is, uh, you know, he's a little resistance to it, but uh, they use hijinks to get him to be churned onto their side. Meanwhile, the mole is recording everything on a video camera. Yeah, he's got a little Super 8. He's got all of it now. Yeah. Got it all down. So, the military has found fingerprints on the spacecraft, and they find out it's Wilson, that it's his fingerprints, and that they've also got some cat hair, and they're like, hmm, cat hair, weird. Or the guy was wearing a fur blanket, says James Hampton. Uh, Either way, uh, Link... Frank and Jake, they watch the games that they've bet on. They've bet on three football games with the winnings from the Sweet Jake race, which means they're going to watch football for 12 hours because uh, they're consecutive games, not all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> this movie makes it seem like football games take about 30 minutes. And also, like, through all of the betting, you're going, wait, I've bet before, and I can do math, and none of this shit adds up to 125 grand. No chance. None of it. All, I I think his bet is he's bet $1,500 on the <clears throat> uh, that a team will win in three different... Like, he's picked the winner in three football games, which is yeah. pretty easy to do. No, you can't do a three-game parlay. You have to do a five-game because picking five is pretty tough. And guess what? Even if you pick all five, the odds aren't going to be enough. Right. It's like one and two, one and three, maybe? When you do a five-game, I think it's like seven to one. Seven to one? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a big payout. (laughs) No. The biggest payout odds-wise is roulette. They should have, like, gone to Vegas or something. Right? Uh, okay. Anyways, well, how do they get a cat in a casino? And also, it's a children's movie and gambling. But they're gambling here. I don't fucking know. How Excuse do me. they get a cat into... How does the cat get itself into the science facility? True. Good point. Yeah. I don't know. Liz comes in, and she's like, oh, hey, I brought my cat over. And Jake gets distracted by her cat, and... Link and Wilson are distracted by the football game. And so she runs out and grabs a vet that lives there and the, and brings him in and he's distracted by the football game, but it ends with Jake's collar coming off and they get it just on just in time for him to fuck with the field goal so that they can win their second football game. Yeah. But then Jake gets sedated and is passed out. So now he can't do anything on the third football game. The veterinarian just comes in and he's like, I'll help. And he euthanizes the cat. And he's right. like, there, your cat problem is gone. <laughs> <laughs> then he leaves. This is a whole like in real life sequence where 
oh, we're going to have a picnic. I brought my cat too. Let's push our cats together and they'll be friends. And then what happens is the cats get in a huge fight, break all the shit, and somebody loses an eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Because that cats don't out. really like each other that much. Well, he's a space cat, so he's a little different. Well, the other cat's still going to, you know, cause problems. <laughs> and that he, even if he's a space cat, he's still a cat. And he's like, who the fuck are you? I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, dude, I wanted to fucking have him throw her out of his apartment because you don't get to do that. I don't give a fuck who you are. You don't get to, like, make decisions health decisions for somebody else's fucking pet dude not no. cool fuck you get the fuck out of here i never want to see you again you fucking nutty broad beat it <laughs> i'd be pissed i'd be so mad if somebody did that to one of my dogs um anyways so they're the bet's off. We can't win. It's impossible, even though they've only got one more football game to go. It hasn't started yet. It hasn't the even cat's yet. probably going to wake up. Yeah. So right. instead, they go down to the surly betting house. The bookies. Yeah, the bookies place. And he's running a uh, ringer mark setup on the pool tables mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mafia's there. Uh, and the mafia. That guy was not Italian. Yeah. Honest Harry. <laughs> yeah, Honest Harry, Hon- not Italian. Honest Harry's another moment where I like went back into time and realized where I got one of my favorite bits. I do that voice all the time. Know that you are taking money from a man who does not like not getting paid back. I'm- That's Honest Harry. I've been doing that for years. No, I'm pretty sure you're just doing Brando. It's just shitty Brando. It's well... I didn't know somebody else's shitty Brando. Brando. Yeah, I was doing somebody else's shitty Brando unknowingly, and it's this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Tony sleeps with the fishes. Yeah. Uh, they've also told Liz everything about the cat. She's not in trouble. She's now part of the team. Good, good loose cannon you've brought in for zero reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to know everything because otherwise you're just going to keep fucking everything up. Get the fuck out of here. Well, she won't even let them get on the elevator. Yeah, get the... F- you are not a part of my life. Fuck off! Is what in, I would say. Uh, her defense, they seem like like he's he's definitely not out of her league. Right? <laughs> it's true. Uh, they've picked up a military tale as well who sees them go to the club. So now the military knows where they're at. They're spying on him. Uh, Link... Tries to cancel the bet, and the bookie's like, nope, not going to happen. And uh, so they're like, oh, shit, well, we lost all that money. The game still hasn't even started yet. Um, no. And they uh, give they change their bet to pool and uh, put down some money that they got loose change in their pockets. 20 to 1 on Liz. For 300 bucks. For I guess bucks. it's a start, so they're yeah. going to have to rope these people like 30 times. I don't think they're going to let it happen. Yeah, probably not. And guess what? Hijinks ensue. Yeah, this is the first of many times that I write down, well, even if the magic does work, not a legal shot. Right? <laughs> My favorite that they're obviously throwing these uh, pool balls, the white ball, the cue, right? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're throwing it at people. Right. And they're like, deflect it or you'll die. <laughs> yeah, ricochets off the wall, hits some guy's 
frying pan, hits another beer serving person's tray, bounces off a hard helmet and lands on the table because uh, uh, Jake is still passed out, but uh, Wilson's controlling it with the with the collar. And I guess he's not very good at his collar no. control. So she's going to lose. It's not good enough. It Well, and it breaks the balls up, but none, none go in and still not a legal shot. Once right, it leaves right. the table, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Um. So they lose. The, the 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 ringer comes in and cleans up the table in one thing, and uh, they're like, "Oh, hey, hold on, hold on. What would you say if we gave you twelve balls? I don't know what that means. And you get the break, and she's blindfolded. What would be our odds then? Well, two thousand to one. Okay, we'll take that bet for exactly a hundred and twenty thousand yeah, dollars. Conveniently." Conveniently, it'd come to 120k. Uh, yes. Guess what? Hijinks ensue. <laughs> Hijinks ensue, and then the one shot that she makes, the last ball to go in is the three. So whatever they were playing, she lost. She lost, right? Not so, a legal shot. There's no win with the three. The eight has to go in last. Yeah, and if you spot somebody 12 balls, then. I guess you're making them play some of your balls, too. Right! Like, here. Here, you can have our balls. You win! You got more balls than we do! (laughs) (laughs) It's the first to have the most balls, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how pool works. Um, okay. Maybe Marcus of Queensberry rules. Jesus. (laughs) But, yeah, Jake has woken up, and he's controlling the balls, and she wins in one shot. Because of the sandwich. The sandwich wakes Jake up and it's another it's the dump truck again. Right. Like the sandwich, like this guy just like holds the sandwich in the shot awkwardly for like this real long amount of time. And I'm like, well, I guess they have to pay this sandwich off in a minute. And then they do because it wakes the cat up. And I'm like, that's terrible. And it barely wakes the cat up. Like it's it's not good foreshadowing at all. It was completely unnecessary. He could have just set a sandwich down on the chair next to him and it all could like goddamn foreshadowing well the fact that the onions woke the cat up was what i found to be weird it wasn't the deliciousness of a sandwich nothing funny like that it was this sandwich has these huge chunks of onion on it and it woke the cat up yeah like the cat should have been eating that sandwich after what hey i'm a cat meow (laughs) that would have been funny but that doesn't happen or the guy should have been like, "Well, you kidding? You want some of this sandwich? You want some sandwich, kitty? That would be more realistic, I think. Yeah, yeah. It might be some Me. mobster that just, and then everybody's looking at him, and he's like, "What? I like cats." <laughs> it's also they keep running around and like, "Oh, he's just taking a nap, huh?" Yep, just taking a nap. It happens like five times. Taking Not, a nap. What the fuck did you bring that cat here yeah. for? <laughs> Meanwhile. The mole has gotten the film to Mr. Olympus, who just happens to be a Bond villain. Yes. He lives in a moon cave. He just, wait, I guess there's a James Bond villain movie in this, or a James Bond villain in this movie now. Right. Why do we need this? Well, we got to have a James Bond villain in a cat from space movie. I think the military is good enough to, like, be an adversary for this cat. No, we got to have a James Bond villain. The Plus, <laughs> he's already planted Roddy McDowell into this science building well before any UFOs land anywhere. 
Right. So what the fuck is he looking for initially? I don't know. I guess maybe they were hoping that a UFO would crash. Like it's a, he's playing the lawn game. Like that's how you, you don't get to be a bond villain by just playing the easy bet. Sam, you got to take these long cons to, to take over the world. And uh, he must have like 1500 other Roddy McDowell's everywhere else. Just playing the averages that one of them is going to find something big. Yeah, you throw shit on them all, see what sticks. You know? I, I want. I just want to know what you guys, where you guys thought this guy was, because it kind of seems like he's got a space adventure background <laughs> inside of a cave. Well, I'm pretty sure it's a volcano layer, Jackie. Yeah, he's a Bond villain. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah it, that would make sense then with the the he, background. He he's he's cored out a volcano. And decorated it to his liking, of course. And uh, he's got guys in there who just uh, uh, move stuff around and probably a submarine. You have to have a submarine if you live in a volcano cave, right? You know, so, mm-hmm. that's got cloaking device. Otherwise, the government will find you. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. He wants the collar so he can control the universe. He's got his eyes are bigger than his stomach right now. The man who has that collar can rule the entire universe. Never thinking, wait, there's an entire civilization of cats who all have those collars who will probably be like, yeah, dude, we're going to fuck your shit up. Uh huh. Like, right after they scratch him in the face and pee on him. Right. Well, that's at the end. They spray him. Yeah. With their cat business. I mean, it's, it's going to turn into the fucking. Essentially, this guy's got the infinity gauntlet. And, and instead of Thor coming up and cutting off his head, it's a cat who, you know, just rips the infinity gauntlet off his hand and then uh, pisses in his face. Yeah. yeah. Or Suck and it. then all of his cat friends have already really defiled the volcano lair. Right. <laughs> when he goes back there, his eyes are watering from the cat smells. <laughs> cat orgy. Uh, the military computer has uh, figured out that it's a cat. And so the the general doesn't believe it, but he finally gets confirmation. He knows that the cat is the pilot and he busts into the apartment where they're at, but Jake freezes all of them and they steal their clothes and are able to get away. Only Harry Morgan's clothes. Right. Yeah. And he has a fancy Hollywood girl on his Mm -hmm. Mm t-shirt. Yeah. Actually, no, they, they don't do it just for, comedic effect which doesn't work they that's how he uh gets into the he pretends to be the general by stealing his clothes right when he infiltrates the military base again this time he doesn't have to just open the padlock he just drives right up front (laughs) says he's somebody who he's not and the guy's like go ahead looks checks out to me um They've also they, reduced the gold down to the size that they need via this like really overly explained thing. Just he he can shrink stuff. That's what we all we need to know. But they make it dumb. So what they've done is they've taken a pencil and sharpened it on both ends, and then we're like, voila, spray paint gold. Yep. Here's the prop. You also get to see at this point because you haven't really gotten a good look at their arm badge yet, but they have a very distinct one. And in this shot, you can see that it's a three headed dog. So they're like the Cerberus branch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the military. They, and I'm like, they guard the gates of hell. Yeah. You're like, wouldn't you want to give that one that badge to a better unit? 
<laughs> if you're guarding the gate of hell, you're not really, uh, you're not the top, you know? If you're guarding, guarding gates of Olympus, then yes. You know, you're one of the good ones. But if your Cerberus is just a shitty dog, dude, it just happens to have three heads. Yeah, but still, you don't want to give even something minorly awesome to a unit this shitty. These guys suck. Yeah, they suck. So if if you were going to give them a new patch, what would it be? If there was a way to pictorially represent the Apple Dumpling Gang, possibly, Mm -hmm. which oddly enough was directed by the same director of this movie and is much better. I would do uh I would do like one of those uh symbols, you know, that are on warning stickers of like somebody just tripping and doing a face plant. That would be what I'd do. Or just like have missing fabric there denoting that they've all had their patches torn off because they suck that bad. <laughs> I would go with a hot dog. Hot dogs are Ooh, awesome. Ooh, a though. hot dog's a good one, yeah. Yeah, but without bun, it's just a hot dog. <laughs> so a wiener. <laughs> it just looks like a wiener. Okay. Um. Anyways, so they, Link, or uh, uh, Wilson and the cat, Jake, have driven off towards the Air Force Base. Uh, <clears throat> Link and Liz have been getting, have gotten nabbed by the, by the Bond villain, though. So, Frank gets to the base. He orders the hangar emptied and opened and nobody is like hey you got it general because <clears throat> they aren't very good at things no they make the repairs jake radios up to the mothership they're like oh you better hurry your ass up and but link gets dropped off at the air force base and he's like i'm the general's friend and they're like well come on in sir <laughs> yep <laughs> my note there is Security is worse than anticipated. <laughs> My previous estimates on how bad this unit were were far, far uh, under what their performance is. These guys are <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. The general and his team, they wake up and they head to the base. And Link tells uh, uh, Wilson about Liz and Jake's like, oh, I got to help. And Wilson's like, no, we don't have time for that. Get on your ship and get out of here. And Jake's like, okay. And he climbs up his ramp and the ship takes off. But he's not on it. But he didn't bother to get the other spare collar. Right. Fucking dickhead. Right. That Maybe easy. that one runs the ship. I don't know. Maybe that's the autopilot. Yeah. I'll give him that one. But yeah. right. he's made it to where we can't reverse uh, engineer that technology we can just torture him until he tells us how to build them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he's decided to live on Earth now, and he's going with them. So right. they've made off in the general's car, drive past the general, and he's like, hey, that's my car. Call the police. <laughs> Even though we're the most clandestine unit in the military, we're we're bad. So uh, bring in some people that could actually do something. Local cops. Yeah. Local way cops. better than us. Way better than us. Even though the front of our vehicle literally says military police. Uh, we're not we're not the police that need to be handling this right now. We need fucking Gomer Pyle coming or not Gomer Pyle. Uh, oh, God. What, Andy Griffith's buddy. Doesn't care. Gomer Pyle. Oh, oh I. The fuck is his name? Don Knotts. What is yeah. Don Knotts's character's name? Fuck. 
<laughs> we suck. We do suck because I just got like in one of my game chats, they change the names every once in a while to like recognize what we've done that week or whatever. And I got tagged with that because I wasn't shooting anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'll pull that one bullet out of my pocket. Yep. So they're all headed to the airport. Uh, they get to where the hostage exchanges to take place at and the supervillains in a chopper. And I can't even figure I can't I didn't understand this at all, but they just take off. Like no hostage exchange. They th say that they're not going to give them her because she's a witness, but they don't get the caller either. Seems no. like a really poor plan and a very long scene. Yeah. Where right. I fell asleep. It was so long that I, 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 you know, I closed my eyes and then it was like, oh my God, it's still going. Right. And then they just, they take off and <clears throat> Jake is like, hey, there's a junk airplane in there. Uh, get in. Jake and Wilson take off. Link stays behind to help out. With to be cops. arrested. Yeah, to be arrested. Yeah, he goes, that. it's funny. He's like, are you coming or are you staying? And uh, what's his face? He's like, I'm coming. And then. The other guy's like, I'm staying. <laughs> that was funny, huh? Yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> this is also the the beginning of the showstopper. Like, this is their big sequence. Right, right. There's a really expensive setups that have to be done for this, and it sucks. It sucks. So it's like it's like the expensive thing from Cliffhanger. Um, uh, yeah, it the chopper comes at them, and then hijinks ensue. At one point, Olympus, the James Bond villain, doesn't say shoot him. He says, everybody open fire. <laughs> right. And there's only one guy with a gun. And it's like a 38 snub nose. And he like opens the window to try to shoot something with that out of a so helicopter. Dumb. So dumb. Uh, my favorite was the taxidermy cat. Yeah. That was in uh, the airplane. Yeah, the cockpit. He's flying it. Yeah. And it looks so bad. It does look really bad because he's just glued in there and then his little tail is just, he looks so ratty ass. Yeah. Like, this cat has been through so many movies. And it was like a long-haired cat, too. It wasn't mm -hmm. even the same cat. Right. There was another really bad cat shot out of the helicopter where she just, like, shakes it out the window to, uh -huh. like, show you that there's a cat in there. Like, we know... You don't have to, like, Michael Jackson baby that cat. <laughs> we know it's in there. Yeah, the the mole has shot a fucking flare gun inside of the chopper, which dissipates, like, immediately. Nobody burns uh -huh. to death. Nobody's blinded. There's not smoke inhalation from it. They're just like, well, this chopper's fucked. Let's get out of here. Yeah, he's like... Oh, yeah, you hit that spot in the ceiling that makes this thing not work anymore, sort of. <laughs> he shot the crash button. And then they're all like, we're going to have to everybody bail out. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't bail out of a helicopter. And then they've got parachutes. But it's like, no, you still can't do it. You're not high enough for a parachute. You're way too high to jump out. Yeah. You're going to have to go down with that bird. Yeah, you're gonna, it's going to be a rough landing, but you, you got to put that thing down. Right. And the dumb thing is, is like, I think the pilot says now we're running out of gas. You can still land it. Like, 
No, you got to jump out. <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, oh, and the controls are buggered. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I thought they said that the controls were buggered. Well, I know, but a fucking flare gun is like that not, does nothing. It, it, it hit the ceiling. It's not going to go through the ceiling. They ordered this plane from China, okay? Helicopter, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you ordered that joke from China. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my own carefreeness used against me. Uh, they leave Liz behind, so now the airplane has to fly up and rescue her and the cat. And it is a pretty expensive stunt. But it also takes a very long time, and they it is milk it completely not interesting. Yeah, they got to, they had to get to an hour and a half. It, the fucking Phantom jumped from a plane onto a horse in the blink of a goddamn eye. Uh huh. Sons of bitches using similar setups, right. just a lot more effectively. Yeah, exactly. Uh they get the cat, and after much consternation, they finally get her down too. Uh, the villains end up in a tree by their parachutes over a canyon, so I assume that they die? They die. Yeah, that's a rickety-ass uh, stick that they're on. And not to mention that they're all lined up on the same stick. Give me a break. Somebody well. would have gotten impaled. And then, <laughs> you know, then you would have gotten on the arm of that guy, and then the other guy would have gotten on the foot, so... You know, you're still in this this three persons on a or five, four people actually mm-hmm. on this rickety ass stick. They're not going to make it. No, they're dead. They died. And then Jake goes before a judge to get citizenship, and hijinks ensue. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the judge fly during the Pledge of Allegiance. The end. The end. My God. Well, you missed the part where they. They called the cur- the general and told the president called the general and was like, "Hey, you give that cat diplomatic yeah. immunity." Right. And what? Yeah. Oh god. No. Uh, who wants to go first on questions? What is his mission? Right? Oh yeah, we got to circle back to two of them. I think that they're just on a pleasure cruise and he took <laughs> out, you know, one of the rental buggies uh-huh. and it uh, broke down and they're like i'm sorry but in order to keep our cruise schedule yeah and, okay. and then they're like oh but the next boat's not gonna be here for another 115 years Fuck, that's a better idea than what i got yeah it's and better than anything i have he's on a cruise excursion and he's like i better be getting a fucking refund for this everybody else went to mars he chose earth yeah, yeah. cats love mars i know that for from experience yeah yeah Friends with a lot of cats. Yeah, I like that theory, Jackie. That's as as good. I kind of you're led to believe like he's part of a military, but I don't think that there's any or space force that's exploring stuff. I don't think that there's any. I think I just inferred that. So I think you could be right. Well, and there's no gun on a ship, right? That we ever see. So this leads me to believe that he's he's on a pleasure cruise. Yeah, yeah. It's like a sea dew on a cruise boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I also want to know why we're on the the topic of the ship here. Uh, where is the cat box? Ooh. Or does is he so intelligent that he no longer has to use the kitty box? No, he, everybody poops. And then, 
when he empties it, he just uses telepathy to lift up all the clumps of turds and piss mm-hmm. and throw them out the window. And airlock. Space. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of cat shit in space now, just floating around. They're gonna get worms. It's actually what they make. Uh, what they make the the enemies, uh, the the bad people in space make uh, ammunition out of is just cat turds. They fire them out of guns, and they're like, like bullets. It's hard projectiles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like, what we're getting pelted with cat shit. I guess they're just taunting us. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't light it on fire, so they have to yeah. do the next best thing. Yeah, at absolute zero, man. That cat shit is going to freeze just as hard as steel, buddy. Mm, maybe. Punch a hole through a goddamn spaceship. Pretty good. Yep. <laughs> um, What was your question that we were supposed to circle back to? So what if they did reverse engineer this technology and a dog had it (laughs) i mean could you imagine you would never have any food in your house that was safe again like you'd order pizza and the dog would just be like dog coloring that baby up here and the Mm -hmm. box would float out of your hands right and before you could even get over there he's eating half of your pizza he'd eat half the pizza maybe the whole pizza (laughs) yeah depending on how big your dog is right and then it would help itself to treats um well, maybe it would learn how to use a toilet. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe. it's like, fuck, it's 30 degrees below outside. You know. I'm not going out there to poop. I'll just learn how to hovercraft over this toilet. And then they're going to miss a bunch while they're learning how to use said toilet. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in there like, God damn it, you used my fucking toilet again. Get shit outside. <laughs> the other problem is, is that the dog is initially going to go with its primal instincts to fuck up all the shit that it hates, which would cause the apocalypse. that's if you can make it past when the dog starts talking to you and after four seconds you go okay we're taking that off (laughs) (laughs) nice theory um i shut up shut up shut up dog (laughs) yeah okay no 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 you can't have that you are you gotta we gotta do some uh attention span work with you uh my only question is he's a monster bud right no. He fucks up their life pretty good. He does. Isn't there supposed to be a ch- child somewhere with monster oh, buds? Yeah. yeah, yeah. you gotta have the child element to be a monster bud. Never mind. Not a monster bud. Okay. Out of that classification. Yep. Uh, anybody else got anything? So Why just- would they make a children's movie without children in it? Yeah. I guess I did like this, and there's a lot of the Disney movies that are this way, that it's like, they're a children's movie with only adults. It's a strange thing, and Is it this... seemed like it worked, but I just don't know why they that, that was the way they went. Shaggy Dog doesn't have a kid in it, does it? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen that in forever. I don't think it does. Um, I think it's just not Alan Thicke, the other guy. Uh, mm. Jackie, can you think of... Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, because maybe for this particular one, they're like, they're all scientists, so they don't have any kids. Yeah. Yeah. Scientists don't have time for children. Yeah. Huh. If you're a smart person, you don't have kids. Yeah. So so they can't be part of this movie. Only, only dipshits have kids. That's <laughs> probably true. Uh, Jackie, final question from you. So does he make wilson clean out his cat box for the rest of his <laughs> life he's just like hey get your ass he's in still here. got the collar so he's not gonna do it himself though he's gonna get mad and he's gonna go take a big shit and he's gonna be like now you go in there and he's like no 
make it fly out of the house like you always do. And he's like, that's it, motherfucker. I've had enough of your shit, and you're not buying me enough tuna fish. And so he makes the the guy fly in and then shoves his hell head into the cat shit box. <laughs> he's like, eat litter. Mean. <laughs> Which will then lead me to my last question. How long before this cat gets tired of people and takes over the earth? Right. <laughs> oh, you I'm thinking so stupid. Two weeks. Yeah, I'm running this show from now on. I can't. I can't fucking stand you, people. You are not good at this. I am in charge. Uh, yeah. Cat changes uh the trajectory of human history. That is for sure. Do you think he ponied up for his science? You know, because they did get the ship working. Did he give him the relativity? Oh, yeah. He, or whatever science deal? bullshit he was going to get. Also, what happens? There's a scene where Wilson takes out the gold piece and replaces it with the new gold piece, and he puts it in his pocket. That never pays out. Like, is that actual gold that just got kind of crunchy? I don't know. I would I would assume that he would be able to take that in because it's probably pure, pure gold now. Right. And make some moolah. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth more than 120k probably. Right. So, I don't know. Well, anyways. Uh let's it's do like, final oh. It's like that bitch at the jewelry shop in Hawaii that was like, "You can't afford green gold." I'm like, "I've never even fucking heard of that lady." It's <laughs> <laughs> a <So> fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like I'm white trash, okay? <laughs> I don't know what green gold is. I like the yellow kind. Yeah. Like Whatever, fucking bitch. <laughs> you obviously can't afford the green gold. Well, you don't know shit because I honestly, I can. But now that you've said that, I'm going to go buy some sterling silver. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Um, final recommendations on this, guys. Uh, I'll start. No, I did not like this movie. Um, do I hate cats? I don't know. I movie cats, but I thought maybe it was because I don't like cats. But the truth is, I also fucking hated Chomps for the same reasons I hate this yeah. movie. And I love dogs. So that's not that's not accurate. It's oh, I hated this movie. It's the movie's fault. And I didn't like it. I almost thought, OK, this isn't going to be a recommendation to our listeners unless they've got kids. Then you could introduce your kids to a bad movie. But then by halfway, it was over. I was like, no, you don't want to watch this. Let, if your kid wants to do it, let them have at it, but you don't want to watch this with them. So don't for me. Look, Jackie. Yeah, my pick, and I can just apologize. <laughs> it was shit. I'm never taking the neighbor's word for it again. Well, they, they also did gave say... a short secret or short, short, short circuit. That was the recommendation from them, too. And that was a torture experience as well. Yeah, I'm not listening to them anymore. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, they've got terrible taste in movies. They did they say did. this movie sucked. They did they, say it sucked. And and I don't know why I always think, like, you don't know shit. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, I've got something to prove. Like, I'm trying to get up my street cred the neighborhood by having watched, you know, forcing you guys to watch this shithole with me. Um, I don't like cats. Okay. Uh, I think they're gross and they're baby killers. And <laughs> baby killers. Baby killers. They are baby killers. Because... <laughs> The warmest spot on a baby is the top of its head. So a cat, when it gets cold, will crawl into a crib and wrap itself around a baby's face and then it suffocates them. That is a bunch of fucking Fox News 
horse shit. Nope, baby killers. Fucking horse and shit. Yeah, I'm they gonna, have worms. I'm going to skip the heater and go sit on that child's head that's not near as warm as the heater. That literally makes no sense. <laughs> well, they don't like the wind blowing in their butthole. Okay? Uh, you could just say that they have you give the, they give you allergies, Jackie. Not that they're no. fucking child killers. They are child killers. And they stink. And I don't want to pick up another... Okay, you know what? Dogs go to the bathroom outside, okay? And cats, they just fucking piss wherever they want. Every house that I've ever went into has some remnants of a cat got pissed off mm-hmm. and did some cat pee-pee business. Right. Yeah. So, you, so It's gross. Could you relate that to the movie? Why so, the don't? <laughs> yeah, so, I, you know, that cat probably peed on everything in that set. So, I, I give the collar a do. But I, because it's fancy and it glows and I like all of those things. But uh, the overall movie, I'm going to go do not okay. and just apologize and say I'm like sorry. That. And uh, well, the cat wasn't even funny. Cat wasn't he didn't funny. He didn't even have any like good jokes or yeah. one liners. He was just this fucking science cat. Yeah. It's like if I want to watch nerds for an hour and a half. I would have just stayed in my bathroom and looked at myself for an hour and a half. Like, wow. I want to be entertained. I want some funny cat jokes. Yeah, that didn't happen. Sam! I loved it when I was a kid. I can't in good uh, conscience recommend that any adults watch this in groups or by themselves for fun, however. Okay. I this will watch fun. it again with my daughter to make sure I wasn't an idiot. Okay, so it's a don't from you. It's a don't, but even though I you sounded like you liked it, I didn't hate it, but (laughs) it's just not worth the time. Yeah, it's not worth. Unfortunately, it's just not. Yeah, we only got so many hours to live on this planet, and I'm not wasting on that piece of shit. (laughs) Yep, sorry guys, you'll never get that hour and a half back, or the hour and a half that takes us to record. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for that. Uh. We got a Corona Soda episode coming on Wednesday, but after that is my pick, and we will be closing out uh, my run of black exploitation movies with Dolomite on Netflix. So, is this the one with the cane? Uh, they all have canes, Jackie. Uh, we'll find out. I've never actually seen Dolomite, so I've never either. Yeah. Mm. So, so if you guys haven't seen it, chances are I haven't seen it either. You definitely have not seen Dolomite, so we'll get to that. Uh, listen to us if you want. If you're a fan of the non-movie stuff that we talk about uh, for the Corona Sode on Thursday, we got some uh, big stuff for that one. Uh, other than that, enjoy your week, guys, and get to the chopper. Fans of Stinker Madness, iTunes thinks you don't like us. What? How is that possible? Well, it's because you haven't given us a review yet. Go to Stinker Madness on iTunes and take just a couple seconds to rate and review us there. While you're at it, hit up Stitcher.com as well. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at forward slash Stinker Madness. And email us at talk at We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and get to the chopper.